Hello and welcome to another episode of By Order of the Peaky Blinders. I'm Daniel with Josh as always. And as we kind of keep turning towards that mid-June release date here in the States, we've got another Peaky Blinders cast member joining me now, Stefan Healy. So happy to be with you. One of Isaiah's cousins that kind of joined in, a part of the new Peaky movement here in season six, all the way from the UK. Stefan, how you doing? Uh, thanks, you. Um, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. You know what? It's it's an interesting thing because Josh and I, we did a lot of these uh, like secondary or background character interviews back during the pandemic. You know, we talked to uh, um, a couple like Billy Kitchens, you know, I don't know. And, and it kind of jumps me right into this. How much of the show, if any, did you watch before, you know, jumping into it if you were at all a fan? <laughs> this is probably going to get me shot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was a babe to the show so i had no idea what it was about um everyone in my family apart from my aunties and uncles who are a bit past that sort of sort of show and genre they everyone was raving about it and i am a bit of a soft one so i i let the hype die down before i jump into a season like i still haven't watched breaking bad so wow those, oh, man. Those, exactly so i'm i tend to let hype die settle but this one I got the call. I was like, ah, uh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to know what I'm going into. So I binge watched it the, the week before I was due to start my first, wow. first day. Well, well, you're, you're, you're definitely not the only one of all the people that we've interviewed. Um, the, the grand duchess, um, Petrovna, of, right? of season three, <laughs> didn't watch a single episode and didn't even watch any of her episodes that she aired in. She was mortified by the violence and a lot of the sex that was going on. One of her scenes that she was in was like a giant orgy. She had no idea what was going on. And so you're not the only one who, who, who was new to the show when they went on. But that's, that's an interesting wrinkle uh, to, to add there. Did, did you like it at least? Like when you watched Beaky? Uh, it, was, it was good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. it. It took you through like season one, season two, season three. Each season had something different. And it, it was like passing the baton on to a, a different aspect of the gang. And you got to, you got to grow with the, with the group, um, come to sort of season six and enter et al and, and the crew. And it was, it was nice stepping into that, like feeling like you're, you're sort of being welcomed as part of the family uh, is, it's really strange because you, again, I watched it as a fan and then seeing myself on the show, it's like, oh, that is me. And, and sort of being in those in those scenes, you're you're getting all the triggers that you're. Like, oh, I remember shooting this. Oh yeah, I remember shooting that. And um, and then you're watching it as a fan, and you, you you're like, wow, that was that was me. Cool. <laughs> <That> was <awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were different directors for most of the, of the first couple seasons. It, they they even mentioned, and Stephen Knight said that like the first season was morphine themed, and then there was the cocaine season and the opium season. And I'll mention it now, right? For everyone that, that hasn't seen season six, Josh and I have given you guys so many different um, links and opportunities. As always, you can click in the show notes. ExpressVPN is the way to watch it before June. But right now, we are most likely going to be tiptoeing into some spoilers. Obviously, Stefan's role is only in season six. So we're going to really go into his character and, and kind of the intricacies of that. So this may be a point where you want to stop listening and, and come back to us after you've seen the season. But let me ask you, if you had to kind of pinpoint it, what would you say the theme of season six was? Oh, that's a good one. 
my take on it because I never read the scripts. Uh, I didn't want to be aware of what was going on. So after I watched it all, my take on it is it's a really strong spiral and descent into Tommy's psyche that we've never sort of experienced before. And I think it's showing how the wheels fall off the wagon to a certain degree and how he copes with that and how, again, the waterfall effect, it sort of cascades down the rest of the group. So from, from Tommy to Arthur, from Arthur to Isaiah, from Isaiah to um, the surrounding family, even, even Curly is, is completely different this, yeah. this season. Um, and I just think as, as a, as a, as a construction like the piece in general is it takes a very cinematic feel like it, it has that huge hurrah send-off vibe to it i mean just kind of going back to what you were saying before um how you said everyone's a family and really seeing how everyone is on the set i mean we we ask us to everybody i mean there's no there's no um going about it that killian murphy is obviously the star of this show um mm -hmm. what was it like working with killian murphy um, it, we, we've heard he really gets ingrained in his character as Tommy Shelby, but what was he like? Was he accepting to you as a new character? Did you really get to interact with him much or just any experiences that you want to cast light on would be great? So first of all, he's incredible. And I don't want to sound like I'm blowing smoke up the proverbial um, peripherals, but <laughs> he is genuinely one of the best people I've ever seen do their thing live. Like, what I re remember one scene, he comes in, we're in the garrison uh, all together and he's, he's sort of dictating the plan, the lay of the land of how, how it's going to go. Mm. And he's got a thick Irish accent. So he comes in talking with the director, Anthony Byrne, and he's, and he's sort of outlaying how he's planning to do it. And they're, they're discussing and, and I'm just sitting there observing. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. This is Jesus. This is <laughs> and then, and then all of a sudden Tommy walks, uh, Killian walks past him like, Damn, that's him. Yep. And I'm I, seeing everyone. I do the same thing. I do the same thing. Yes. And, and and there was points where he's like four feet away from me. I'm like, can I shuffle my chair any any closer forward? Just to <laughs> what what cologne is he wearing? And, and then I have to sort of catch myself and you know, do do your job. <laughs> and he's he's incredible. That switch from Killian to, to Tommy, it's it's autonomous now. And then he gets that order to and then he puts that on and then boom, everything comes together. You're like, damn, this is it. Mm -hmm. And then you do the scene after the scene, he breaks, he speaks Irish again. That's, cr that's and crazy. Yeah, that, that constant back and forth, but the ability to just pick up and go, yeah, cool, right, okay, let's do it again. Here you are, here you are. And then I, I remember distinctly one take, they were doing a, a, a sort of flip around of the set so there was a 10 minute break and this time just purely by chance, I was walking out the garrison doors with Killian next to me. I was like, Oh my God, the guy's like right there. Don't say anything stupid. Don't say anything stupid. And he says to me, Hey, how you doing? I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. And then as we're walking off to the sort of green room where, where we sort of held for, until they turn around he's saying so have you done anything fun recently i was like uh no not not yet we've just been sort of to arrow house we've done some bits and pieces uh sort of just met the cousins that sort of stuff 
but we've got something really fun coming up later in the week that that would be that's what we're looking forward to get the stunt performers involved in all of this and it was like oh right cool yeah well enjoy that and then off he goes into the into the sort of into his trailer I was like wow and then I was talking with Kieran um, who plays Joe it's, it's like can you believe that we've literally just spoken to the top dog the man of the show and we had a little fangirl moment which was <laughs> so yeah no role too small to to still fangirl over the over the greats that's 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 great you know these are going to be the three cousins um for those of you that may not ne necessarily recognize Stefan, it's it's he plays gilly ray along with jack parr who plays dougie bill and kieran clancy who plays joe ray and i wanted to ask because you know listed as as being a part of two episodes and something that josh and i have been kind of curious about with this season because of the the rise in fame of of you know finn cole and uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, how much were you on set? How, you know, how many, you know, did you see other scenes that didn't have anything to do with the stuff that you were doing or was everything kind of kept very separate because of all the COVID restrictions? Because of COVID restrictions, a lot of things were filmed by those that are going to be in the same scene or it was kept very tight and that um, was really good. I respected that because it helped get the show made uh, there were some crossovers where you saw some cast members from who were shooting different scenes on different days when you arrived they were leaving so you sort of got a high buy in passing but there was no sort of we'd be sort of loitering whilst they were filming a scene where we weren't relevant it, it, it was all we were only on set when we were needed to be on set and and it, it was a well-oiled machine so did you see like Anya or Michael or, or Tom Hardy at all no, never got to see any of those um, fantastic actors and actresses. They, their scenes, unfortunately, didn't sort of right. line up with anything that we were doing. But it's not to say that it won't in the future, which I'm fingers crossed for. That'd be awesome. So how, what, what is the story behind you getting the audition to, uh, for the show? Did you get a, like, a call, a certain call on, on, on getting the audition? And, and how did the audition go? Any, any stories related to that? <laughs> it's a it's a funny story in itself which uh, I love telling um I was about to go and play golf because um I like to I like to play um we also like like to play golf we're big golf you guys. do yeah we're big golf guys oh yeah oh, okay well. <laughs> well nothing's better than the Tommy golf scene right and his when he breaks down and he's trying to be sober right was it end of season three or something like takes that his, takes his driver hits it right down the middle right <laughs> there you go as, as if as if by magic exactly what, how, how are you at golf uh i currently uh am in progress of getting a handicap but i i don't i, don't, I haven't beaten 100 yet which is frustrating and it's the it's the sport that i hate to love because oh yeah you don't hit, we all don't we all you hit yeah, a peach and then the next shot it could go one of what seems like a, an infinite way and it's frustrating, it's, but it's, it's rewarding. Definitely, it's, it's, but a bad day at golf is better than a, than a good day at work is, is what everyone likes to say. So fact, there you go. 100%. I don't know though. It sounds like Stefan's days at work, which, you know, let's, let's hear this audition story because your days at work sound a little bit more fun. Oh yes. Uh, I digressed. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> I was, I was heading off to play the play around and the phone rings and I thought, okay, I looked down my agent. I was like, interesting. 
and he says um you don't need to do anything and don't worry nothing nothing serious but um we've got a booking coming in and i said oh a booking and he's like yeah and i was like are you sure like i don't have to audition like there's there's nothing to do oh, so like, no no just just sit tight um more information will be sent through in an email in, in about 30 minutes so i'm like okay strange so then 30 minutes passes and i get the email boop, boop. peaky blinders booking i was like oh my i threw everything i was like i'm not playing golf today <laughs> i walked over to my partner and i said to her i said um I've just got a booking and she said, okay, what is it? And I said, Peaky Blinders. She, <laughs> she went off the rails and I'm still sat there like, is this, is this for real? Like, so I called them back. I said, are you sure? Like, is this, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Um, contract will be on its way in, in the next sort of, in the next week or so. I was like, wow, just like that. So I'd gone from never seeing the show to being booked for the show and never having to audition for it. And then I've got, I've got friends and family members that are just like, I would kill to be in that show. I'd love to be in that show. Just give me an audition. Just give me a chance. And then there's me just sort of like, hello. That's awesome. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Did uh, did Steven or anybody tell you kind of who they how they found you or any? Because if I'm not mistaken, on IMDb you had no roles for for three to four or five years. Yeah, um, I've just been running the commercial grind and short films. You know, finding those indie projects to keep yourself busy. And I don't know the story. I never got to ask how I was found. Um, it was it it felt so out of the blue but it's a strange world of casting like you, you never know they could have seen something from way back when i'd recently changed my my headshots on my main page so maybe they saw that like the look and thought yep that's exactly what we need i just don't know it's wow. It's 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 a funny thing too, Josh, because when you kind of look into all of the different intricacies and, and the new edition, and you know, you don't have to talk too much about this, uh, Stefan, but there's an article on the Esquire that kind of highlights you, and I'm sure you've read it because anytime you Google your name, it pops yep. up, and that's that's a big you know piece of 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 work to to be a part of. But uh, Knight told Esquire, "quote In season six, we're bringing in the new generation, and they are going to be part of what happens in the film." So I, I know that, you know, we got to kind of tiptoe around certain things like that, but is there anything you're allowed to talk about with the Peaky Blinders movie? Yeah. I mean, I was quite new to the idea. Like I was being driven to and from set on a, on a few days. And one of the drivers was like, so are you going to be in the film? And I said, what film? He's like, oh, the Peaky film. Uh, I was like, ah, what, what Peaky film? I've not <laughs> been told about no Peaky film. And he's like, Oh, well, I mean, it, it, it's kind of almost almost going ahead. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Hmm. So I mind my business, carry on, crack on. And then on the last day of shooting, I was, I asked the costume designer, Alison, bless her. She's a wonderful woman. And I asked her, can I keep the peaky cap as a souvenir? And she says to me, you'll, you'll have to get, I'll have to get back to you on that. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. And I said, Oh, 
uh, why is that, if you don't mind me asking? Because all of the costumes are being sent to a storage facility in Manchester, and you and it's being sent there because you might be in in the film. And I said, this damn film again. What, what film is 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 supposedly happening? Uh, and she said, oh, the the Peaky film. So if you receive your hat in the post, um, then congratulations. Uh, but if you don't, then you may be involved in in what happens next. And I said, okay. And I still haven't received that hat in the post. So I can only imagine that the way that um, some articles are alleging and the way that they've brought us in with such gusto, um, I, I still love seeing that scene that gives me shivers every time, just leaning up against the post, throwing the death stare over towards Arthur. The, Every time gets me in the chest. That's awesome. That's that, <laughs> but, that, that, that's really cool. Yeah, and in terms of content uh, for for what is the film going to be based on, I don't know. Nobody knows. And from reading articles, I think it's still very much to be confirmed. It's up in the air whether or not it carries on from where we are. Whether they focus more on fascism and, and World War Two. It's the questions and doors have been left wide open from, from the end of this season. That's cool. I mean, kind of, I mean, talking about some scenes from the show, was there anything that was kind of unscripted and ad-libbed and kind of improvised on the spot? Or is the show always just completely to the, to the T to the script or does Stephen Knight and Anthony Byrne kind of give you guys some, you know, discretion as to how you guys want to, you know, carry out your scenes? that's that's a good question and there were quite a few scenes that again because i had limited knowledge and we only get the sides of of the scenes we're shooting there's a lot of things that you throw out there as an actor or you try you you you, you do something different or, or it's written one way you say it a slightly different way some paraphrase but nine times out of ten it's as close to what's written as possible but you are allowed to create that's that that's your sort of job and as as much as anthony Byrne has a vision and of course the the director of photography has a vision of how it's going to be shot it doesn't stop them from a, a sort of allowing you to express an opinion or, or bring something to the table i think there was one scene that we were sat in the garrison and i said i said to anthony i said I feel like I'm very static, like just sitting down, not doing much. Do you mind if I get up, move to the bar, say something to Isaiah and, and then sort of sit, sit back down in my seat? Anyway, he, he looked at me, he went, hmm, if you feel like it works and it's natural, give it a go. If it doesn't work, don't bother. That's cool. um, and they're very, as, as, as actors, you want that. You want your director to, to sort of listen and, and then go, yeah, or we'll try it like this, or we'll see, we'll do one if it doesn't work as it is and, and we'll just crack on like that. And it was good to see that that filtered down from the top. So you, you had the likes of Killian asking and, and sort of offering an interpretation. Then they, they sort of sit, ponder, think, shoot one, yeah, how did that feel? How did that look? Yeah, I think it was great. Let's do it again. And, and and it sort of grows and evolves into what you end up seeing as the final piece. And I remember when we went to Liverpool Docks and we we're all around the table, 
there must have been uh, I've lost count so many different versions of of how Arthur pulled the poor guy off his stool and <laughs> the amount of times he hit the he hit um hit the floor I said you're right it's like, yeah I've got a back pad on this fine I was like you're gonna need it <laughs> but again vocally what's spoken it's chopped it's changed but it follows the narrative and and that creative freedom is what gives the show it's 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 sort of rich form and and spice is is the best way i can describe it so let me ask and you know obviously it's 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 very cool to see stephen knight go the different ways and you know increase the role of, of women in this show and then obviously you know all of the the different people of you know different ethnicities that can kind of raise up and, mm-hmm. and almost kind of take over the 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 you know, the, the wider Finn role and, and seeing Isaiah get that sure. bump up can be can be taken in multiple ways. But I want to ask a different question here. You mentioned that Killian goes in and out and into Tommy Shelby and back to Killian Murphy. Was there anybody on set that stayed in character outside of the, the scenes? Yeah, um, I think Paul is an incredible actor and... I think he's the one that I saw the most Arthur crossover into. We've we've finished a scene, and that will continue into the sort of green room. Not quite so heightened as it is in the show, but there's there's elements of who am I talking to? Am I talking to to Paul Anderson or am I talking to Arthur Shelby? And there's there's a there's a sort of fine line that you that you tread with that. And I think it's it's really interesting to see how different actors work in different ways and still come up with the goods. Um, and again, that's sort of my first experience with someone being more method than someone who's quite in and out. Myself, my own process is, is quite, uh, it's almost like a hybrid. I like to try and stay in my character's mind so I'm not cold or go in and catch my mind wandering. Mm-hmm. But then I don't want to, wear that the whole time because that's physically mentally draining and so by the end of what can be an 18 hour day you're 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 wrecked um so i can appreciate that there are people that can stay in character and i did see a bit of it and i think it's in it's interesting i i like i like watching people create and and deliver how how they feel it comes across best i think but yeah, definitely, definitely, I'd say Paul is is the biggest one that will stay in the role. So obviously, it's it's weird to for us as podcasters, it's weird to hear ourselves talk, um, and 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 hear our, hear hear our voices, especially the first time that we were there. Kind of like a two part question, but what was it like seeing certain scenes play out? You know, you're finding out, for example, that people are are gonna die for the first time. You're a fan of the show. You you binge watch that show. And so you're mm. kind of curious as well as a fan as to how, how the plot lines are going to really develop. So what was it like, you know, seeing that in action live on set and then also seeing yourself on, on TV when it first aired and seeing those scenes kind of carried out? It's really, really cool. Like seeing how it all, it all comes together is great. Seeing myself on TV is, was nerve wracking to start. Um, but 
I, I've kind of grown accustomed to the fact that you're going to have to, you're going to have to accept that you're going to be on screen and you're going to have to see yourself and you're going to have to sort of man up and, and take it on the chin. It's really cool. Um, remind me of that first part of the question. Um, like, what was it like seeing like some, some plot, like some, some certain plot developments carry out? For example, I mean, you, you weren't there when, when Tommy shot Michael, but let's say mm. there were some other parts of the show that you were actually there for, you know, oh, that, the biggest one. Team of Billy Grade, for example. I mean, that was a really important scene. And, and, and what was, what was it like, like seeing that or reading the script for the first time when you saw it, that was, that was where it, it was going to go. Like, what is, what is that feeling like? It blew my mind and right. it was really, really tense because we filmed it at night. We walk up to the house and everyone's sort of, you, you feel like there's a certain energy and I was completely blind to this. So I'm walking in and I'm feeling like, okay, why are we here? Okay. So our scene is we're digging, we're digging bodies. So that was my mentality. It was like, mm -hmm. we're going to go dig some bodies. Um, and then one of the, one of the prop guys came over to me and said, um, are you ready for this? This is where, this is where, where someone died. I was like, what? <laughs> who dies <laughs> and he's saying oh this is where this is where you get shot i was like no 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 that can't be true that can't be true and he says what you haven't i said no i've not read the script i don't want to know i didn't want spoilers and he was like oh, i'm so sorry oh nobody dies <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, you want to keep your reaction pure Yes, I wanted to. I wanted to experience the show as close to a fan would as as physically possible, and that was just one of a few moments where, where the 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 cat got let out the bag a, a little prematurely for me. But it wasn't it wasn't too bad actually because I I still had no idea when it would happen, and I didn't know if it was happening for sure because um, again there was you go in. All I was part of was when they arrive. And then they head off into the sort of kitchen with, with Duke and, and Isaiah. Um, and that's the last that we had involvement in that scene. And of course, if you've seen the episode, you know what happens and yeah. quite, quite emphatic because you're, I almost caught myself thinking, no, surely not. No, Same. surely yeah, I mean, not. Yeah. I mean, kind of parlaying that, what was it, what was your reaction when you saw, that Michael, that Tommy popped Michael and that Tommy actually end up not being sick and didn't die. Like, what was your thought in that plot development? What, your kind of reaction? That was the biggest shock to me. I mean, I'm probably, I probably missed all of the nuggets that, that they were sort of breadcrumbing along the way. Mm -hmm. But at the end, the, the sort of the twist with with the doctor and and how he's not actually sick uh, i thought yeah. wow okay wow i'm almost mad at myself for not like really picking up on that like exactly I, I, it, it, like so we're gonna do a rewatch when it comes out in the states on netflix and we're gonna binge it and we're gonna be watching in that hindsight lens and we're gonna be saying oh my god it was right staring us in the face the whole time we had the one listener damn time one That's listener did brilliant did predict it we have like a mailbag every week and I, I midway through she said i think maybe this is oswald hiring and we had one one fan that thought it was maybe lizzie as well that was kind of like in on it and oh, so we damn. were like no i don't know you know you get so many different predictions and, and theories and yeah. just, it kind of passes uh, did anybody end up calling you gilly like was your name ever spoken on on screen never on screen 
so we never got addressed we were just cousins uh, right so right as as um daryl mccormack the guy that plays Isaiah, he was like my cousins uh, from alan rock and I, I was like yeah that's cool <laughs> and then then having that sort of play out was really fun i think we called each other gilly and 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 joe and and <laughs> dougie uh, that was good fun with with the three of us me, me myself jack and and kieran we we went to a shopping center in manchester um sort of one of the days that we had off uh, in some downtime we all rocked the the peaky trim at that point and i went full confidence with it i, I they put the baseball caps on and, and sort of walked around looking like they had the zero fade uh, and i just fully committed to having my peaky trim and funnily enough nobody cared which was interesting no one sort of turned and went oh peaky blinders it was just like uh another fan yeah there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what uh what's what's up next for you oh some some interesting things bubbling away in the pipeline again because they're tied up with with ndas i can't disclose too okay. much but, but we some, can be excited so, at least yeah i mean if if all of these stars align there's some very interesting things that are looking up for me in the future definitely awesome. a couple of series some netflix based some more sort of prime time bbc areas so the connections are are working so the show's doing its its bit maybe there's another boom when when netflix gets hold of it and and the full release comes out certainly um but yeah things are things are looking up definitely looking up for me well, we had the best time. Thank you so much for Thank coming. So we much. are we we always try to cover the random different things that other people are in, like Gangs of London we covered and Animal Kingdom with Finn Cole and his brother Joe is in gangs. So anything that you kind of pop up in, we'll, we'll definitely make sure to uh, to pay a little attention to so everyone can have some more eyes on it. So, you know, it was a great interview. We thank you so much for joining us, Stefan. I appreciate you and your time. Absolutely. All the way from across the pond, he was Gilly Ray, Stefan Healy. Thank you so much for everybody listening. Once again, we'll keep tuned up to our off-season coverage. For Josh, I'm Daniel. We binge so you don't have to.